You're listening to the Content Cure podcast. My name is Taryn and I'm here to help small business owners establish their foundations and nail their marketing so they can build a sustainable business that goes the distance. If you're in your first few years of business battling with income inconsistency and never quite sure what to post, then you're in the right place. This podcast is mostly short, sharp episodes that share the real and raw side of business, as well as marketing tips and strategies that you can implement to build a thriving business that hopefully doesn't lead to burnout. Let's get into it. Hello, welcome back. And today we are talking about outsourcing your social media. So most businesses, most small business owners will find that social media and content creation can be super frustrating. And it's often the first thing that we want to outsource in our businesses. I would love to know if this is something that you can relate to. And I want to talk to you a little bit about why most small business owners find it frustrating. Number one, you're a technician. You are great at what you do, but you're not necessarily great at talking about yourself or selling what you do. And that's why you started your business in the first place, right? Because you were good at something or you're passionate about something and it's the actual work that you are delivering that is your strength. But when it comes to actually talking about it or selling about it, or even just telling friends and family about, um, you know, what you do for other people can feel really difficult. Number two, it's time consuming and you don't know what to say or how to say it. So you run out of ideas of what you should be posting on social media. You don't know how to word your captions properly. You resist putting call to actions because you don't want to seem pushy. There are, you know, lots of different moving parts to this when it comes to communicating what you're offering and writing captions can be a real sticky point. You know, you might not be a natural writer you might be better at speaking things out but then the idea of like getting on camera and talking on video is just like a hard no so where's the middle ground there there really isn't one and you find it time consuming because you start overthinking all of these things and then you start over editing things and then it feels like well what's the point i'm just not going to post anything and number three you don't feel confident in your designs or your photography skills so you know, unless you're a graphic designer or unless you're like a Photoshop master or whatever, and that's something that you're offering, generally speaking, you know, design elements and photography and that kind of thing might not be your strength. So, you know, if you don't feel confident with what you're visually putting out there, if you don't feel happy with it, it can be very difficult to remain consistent. You spend a lot of time fiddling around with your designs, trying to make things look good. And then sometimes they just end up looking worse. And I can tell you what, I know that I can totally relate to this. Um, I personally am really good at staying consistent with my colors, but my design style can go like all over the place and it's really inconsistent and it ends up making my feed look messy even when my colors are all the same. So I go from like retro to um, like, like retro and groovy to really bold and in your face and then also dabble in childishness too because I've got like a really playful bright personality and I like to communicate that through my designs but then I realize that when you look at the grid as a whole it can just actually look really untidy and that's something that I've really struggled with because I'm not a graphic designer I enjoy playing with Canva but that doesn't mean I'm the best at it 
I'm also better at creating designs for other people's businesses over my own. Um, I'm sure that you can relate to that. <laughs> so what happens when you feel these things? What happens when you are experiencing this frustration is number one, you lean on things like content calendars. So, you know, you go to Pinterest or something of the likes and search for content prompts or content, um, content plans or, um, things like that, or in memberships will often be like a, a content plan for the month, like a 30 day content plan or what to post for 30 days or a 30 day posting challenge or all of these different kinds of things, which are designed to create a habit. Um, they're really great for consistency and posting on your social media every day. They're really great for cre creating that habit, um, but they're not really designed for your business specifically. They're very general. They're not designed for your ideal client. They're not designed for your offers. They're not designed to sell, but they're more focused on building following and building engagement, which are not key metrics that you need to be tracking in your business. If you're not generating an income, you do not have a business. Um, you, you can go towards done for you captions where you might just fill in the blanks, where you'll just add two or three words here or there that relate to your business or relate to what you sell or relate to your ideal client or whatever it is. Um, but again, these things, these posts, these caption prompts, they're not designed to sell. They're not customized for your business. They're not customized for your ideal client. They're not communicating in your language or your personality. And so they aren't necessarily benefiting the growth of your business. It just means that, again, you're just putting something out there for the sake of putting it out there rather than it being a strategic approach to business growth. Um, number three, inconsistent posting. When you don't feel confident about what you're saying or how you're visually representing your business or, you know, you don't even know what to talk about or you run out of ideas constantly and that kind of thing can lead to really inconsistent posting. So, you know, you might post once a week or one week and then you'll post like the next week you'll have heaps of ideas and you'll post every single day for a week or two weeks and then you won't post again for three weeks and this can really have an impact on your algorithm and we're not even going to have a conversation about the algorithm because honestly everyone's algorithm is different um you know it's not particularly worth mentioning um but the fourth thing that can happen when you are feeling frustrated and overwhelmed or confused by social media and content creation is it can lead you to comparisonitis. So you're looking at what other people are doing in the industry and you're judging yourself and thinking that, oh, they do it better than me or why would anyone buy from me? And it puts you on this spiral of self-doubt and resistance and it can really be like hard hitting to your ego and it's not healthy for for your brain space when it comes to business growth because you can it can start to feel like, well, what's the point? They're doing it better than me. So I, what's the point of me doing it too? And then the fifth thing is you can start to feel compelled to take inspiration from others in the industry. Now, I know that my audience have integrity and they aren't copying. You're not the kind of person who is going to copy other people's content, copy up other people's captions, copy other people's designs, that kind of thing. I know that. But it can be very easy to go, oh, I like what she's doing. I'm going to take that, take it from like inspiration from that and kind of do something similar. And that's okay. There's absolutely nothing wrong with taking inspiration from other people in the industry. But when you're doing it at the cost of your own um, 
vision and goals and offers and that kind of stuff, it can really take away from the authenticity of your brand. It can take away from the connection that you're creating with your ideal client because that person has created that content for their business with their ideal client in mind, with their offer in mind. And now, even if you offer a similar product or service, you very it's very unlikely that you have the same ideal client. It's very unlikely that you have the same price point. And so what they're communicating and whether or not it's working, number you don't know if it's working. You have no idea what's going on behind the scenes of that business. They might be getting lots of likes, but you don't know if they've purchased followers. You don't know if they've purchased likes. You don't know if they've got a really engaged social media, but they're not actually making any money because that's really common. There are businesses with thousands upon thousands upon thousands of followers and they make no damn money in their business. And I don't want that for you. I would much prefer to see you have 100, 200, 300 followers, but actually generating an income because they are highly aligned followers who are primed and ready to buy because you're creating incredible content for them over having a shit ton of followers and a shit ton of likes, but no money. Like it's very difficult to know what's going on behind the scenes of someone's business. And even when people are saying, oh, I did this or I did that or I achieved this or I achieved that, there are so many other moving parts. Like there are, there's a lot of marketing around that's like, you know, I made a $10,000 a month or whatever. And that's very rarely profit. So they might've had $10,000 in sales, but what are their expenses? What does that actually look like for the success of their business? Are they making that money consistently or are they making $10,000 this month and then not making anything for three months to follow? You know, because if that's the case, then that ten month, that ten thousand dollars, then has to spread across three months, which isn't very much money at all. You know, so it's very easy to feel compelled to take inspiration from other people in the industry, or you know, dare I say it, copy. But following what someone else is doing is not going to get you the success or the results that you desire in your business. So when you're feeling all of these things, when you're experiencing all of these things, like you're, you're frustrated, you don't know what to talk about. Things are time consuming. You don't know what to say, how to say it. You run out of ideas. You're not good at your designs or photography. You are focusing on things like engagement and followers. You're using content calendars, done for you captions. You're posting inconsistently. You're comparing yourself to other people in the industry and you're taking inspiration from other people in the industry. It might seem like outsourcing your social media is a really freaking good idea. It's very appealing at this point, right? Because God, content is so frustrating. Sitting down and trying to figure out what to post and scheduling things in advance or remembering to post every day or, you know, and I'm, I'm going to say it again, but you don't need to post every single day to be consistent. Outsourcing, it seems like a really good idea. Yeah, I know. I know. Right. And, and. I've been a social media manager before. Like I've done this for other people because I get the frustration and I am not bagging on social media managers. Like they are heaven sent. They are a godsend to businesses all over the world, like a hundred percent all for them. However, outsourcing is not the best idea as, as a small business owner. The reason small business owners and side hustlers struggle to create content is because of a lack of clarity. Lack of clarity creates lack of confidence, which leads to all of the things that I just listed, all of those things that I just mentioned that seem like a problem. Lack of clarity is what actually creates that. So I don't encourage small business owners to outsource their social media until they are clear on a couple of things. And you guessed it. I help you with these things. But if you aren't clear 
on your business goals and vision. So you want to know, like you, you need to know where you want to go. You need to know what you want to achieve because if your social media manager doesn't have this information available to them, they're just going to be creating wishy washy content and posting for the sake of posting, right? The same as what you're doing, right? So I'm just going to list out the things that you need to be clear on. And if you want, write these things down or feel free to send me a message and we can have a chat about it. But you need to be clear on business goals and vision, your brand strategy, your offers and pricing, your ideal client, your content pillars, your visual branding, your brand personality, your communication style and language. My dog is barking in the background. Sorry about that. If you can hear it. Um, I'm so sorry about that brief interruption there. So you need to be clear on your visual brand, your brand personality, your communication style and language, your sales strategy and your launches and promotional calendar. You can't outsource to someone else to do your social media before you have these things in place. Now, this is why I harp on about setting your foundations in business because this is the foundational work. This is the groundwork. When you've done this, everything else in your business becomes so much easier. When you are clear on all of these things, content creation and social media can actually become fun and easy because you're not stuck in procrastination, paralysis, and confusion. When you are clear on these things and you have a plan and strategy implemented, you can then hand that over to a social manager to execute that for you. So I don't recommend getting a social media manager in the earlier days because no one knows your business, no one knows your clients, no one knows your offers or your point of difference like you do. No one can communicate the same way as you do. No one has the same personality quirks as you, uses the same little sayings as you. No one, no one is you. And unless you can clearly define that essence of you, that essence of your business's personality, getting someone else to do your social media is not going to help you grow in in a in the way that you want to like it it will grow your following it will grow your engagement your visual branding might look beautiful and consistent because you've got someone doing it for you that you know that's their strength that's something that they know what they're doing that's why they're doing what they do but outsourcing your social media when you haven't clearly defined all of these things that i've just mentioned leaves your social media feeling inauthentic and disconnected from you and your ideal client so when people, if they even actually invest in your products or services, the delivery doesn't match the invitation. So let's say, for example, you are invited to a wedding and the wedding invitation is this beautiful, luxurious, thick cardstock with gold embossed lettering and beautiful calligraphy. And it's just absolutely gorgeous. It's elevated. It's so uh, like polished and high end and just beautiful, right? I don't even know what word I'm looking for right now. But then you turn up to the wedding and it's a backyard wedding. Everyone's wearing bright colors and, um, you know, there's like hay bales over in the corner. The, the, the personality and the invitation don't match 
the delivery of the wedding. So you've rocked up in a ball gown because you've got this expectation of what the wedding's going to be like. You know, it's going to be in this this beautiful theater or um, you know, event space that's like super luxurious and super expensive with crystal glasses. And then you rock up to this backyard party in your ball gown and everyone's drinking out of plastic cups. Like there's a major disconnection and then it feels like you've turned up at the wrong wedding. And that's the experience that your client is going to have when your social media doesn't match your business, doesn't match your delivery. So your social media manager, naturally, when they don't have this plan in place, when they don't have this clear definition of how they are supposed to deliver your content, how they are supposed to write your content, the things that they are supposed to talk about, your content pillars, if they don't have this stuff written out for them, if they don't have this clear guideline to follow, what's going to happen is your social media is manager is going to naturally default to their language, their personality style, their design style. And ultimately what's going to happen is they're going to start to attract their ideal client into your business over yours in a roundabout way. And it's never intentional, but it's like when you're hiring a staff member Let's say you're hiring a staff member to do your job. You're going to train them how to do your job just like you so that the delivery of that job, so the completion of that job is to the same standard. You need to offer that same support to a social media manager just because they know how to use social media, just because they're good at creating, just because they're good at writing, just because they're good at scheduling, just because they've got great time management skills, just because they're really quick at what they do does not mean that they also know how to communicate like you. Everyone has their own natural personality. And when you aren't giving someone guidelines, they are going to default into that personality. Not on purpose. They're going to be trying to do the best for you and the best for your business. Of course they are, because it's their job to deliver their work to a certain standard and to a certain expectation. But if they don't have a guideline to follow, they just have to wing it. So what's the difference between you winging it and them winging it? At least when you're winging it, it's your personality. It's your business. It's for your ideal client. It's for your offers. So it's never intentional that they start to attract their ideal client, but it ultimately is what ends up happening. Or you end up building this audience, building this engagement of people who aren't ready to buy, don't want to buy because you're selling something that's not necessarily aligned to them and they're only following you because they were attracted to what the social media manager had to say. So if you don't know the ins and outs of your business, how can you expect someone else to? How can you give someone else that information if you don't even have it for yourself? So things you need to work on to get to a point where you can either enjoy creating content or outsourcing your content and social media because I'm not against outsourcing. I'm just very particular about when you should outsource. Hey, 
Hey, hey, just a quick interruption to let you know that you can get your hands on my effortless content freebie by heading to the link in the show notes. This was created to help you overcome content fatigue and grow your business with content confidence. Within this freebie, you will be able to generate like 60 different content ideas that you can use on repeat in your business to make sure that you are leading your ideal client right to where they can pay you. Head to the link in my show notes to get access to that now. So if you do want to outsource your social media, there are things that you need to do. You need support in establishing your foundations, which are the things that I listed here. Um, Goals and vision brand strategy offers ideal client content pillars, visual brand, brand personality, communication style and language, sales strategy, and promotional calendar, right? It's a lot, but you need to be clear on that stuff. You need to be clear on that stuff for your business as a whole, not just for social media. You need to be, you need to know where you're going and why you're going there. That's essential for every single brand and business. So you need support in establishing your foundations. You need support in establishing your brand strategy. You need to establish your content pillars, your content strategy, a content ideas list, and a distribution plan. All of these things that I do for my clients or work with you on, because I know how important it is. This is what makes the difference between a successful business and a hobby business. This is what makes the difference between a business that generates income and a business that doesn't generate income. This is the difference between consistent, streamlined, scalable income and inconsistency, not knowing where the next sale is coming from. This is what I do. And a little bonus tip for you. And this is something that I'm doing in my business myself, because as I mentioned before, my visual brand style can get a little bit untidy because of my hyperactive personality. I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's this. Oh, that's that. And, And it's just not consistent. And I know that about myself. And so instead of trying to change that about myself, or beat myself up about the fact that it just looks like crap sometimes. I've invested in getting templates created for my business. I've been rebranding my business and redoing my website. I've got a lot going on behind the scenes at the moment. And so I decided to make the investment in getting um, branded templates done for my business, you know, where my, um, where my business, Like, say everything looks the same. When people go on my social media, they, and then they go to my website and they go, everything looks the same. Everything matches, everything is consistent. And it's a style and in colors that appeal to me. So I love playing around in Canva. And while all my colors match, I'm not great at styling. So I've, yeah, I've invested in some Canva templates and I would recommend you checking out the pre-made templates on Etsy or Creative Market. They're generally relatively low cost, you know, like, Um, you know, sometimes you can get some really good deals. Sometimes you can get some really good sales, but over the last month or so, I've spent a couple of hundred dollars on different uh, templates and stuff in my business that I can use so that my business is, you know, I'm representing my business consistently across the board. So it's a great investment if you're serious about showing up beautifully online and actually attracting the right type of clients. Another thing I want to add, if you haven't got my effortless freebie, effortless content freebie, I would encourage you to do so. If you do already have it, 
I've completely revamped it and added more to it. So I'm going to send it out to everyone who's on my email list. But if you don't have it yet, head to the link in the show notes and grab that because it's really going to help you answer some of the key points from this episode. And also, if you upgrade to the bundle, you get a really comprehensive spreadsheet that's going to guide your content creation for years to come. And it's also something that you can share with your team as your business inevitably grows, because it's going to bring so much of this clarity specifically around your um, uh, specifically around your content pillars, your content plan, your posting schedule and preferences, your post delivery and your content ideas. So within this spreadsheet and within the bundle, I ultimately teach you how to create a thousand or more posts uh, for your business that you can then hand over to a social media manager to actually execute for you. It's a really, really, really powerful spreadsheet. And I am continually, continually adding resources to that bundle because of how powerful it is. Um, Head to the link in my bio and grab that. And if you've got any questions about this episode, or if you are, you know, considering outsourcing your social media, I would love for you to reach out and we can work on a personalized strategy for your business so that you can confidently outsource your social media. I hope you are having an awesome day. This was another longer episode, but I hope that it was valuable for you. Bye. Thanks for hanging around. If you're looking for the ultimate content cure, then head to my website, www.thecontentcure.org, or I'll pop the link in the show notes just to make it easy for you. And you can get your hands on some of the incredible free resources that I've created for you. If you are loving this potty, please, please, please share it with your friends on Instagram and remember to tag me at underscore the content cure. Plus, if you're feeling extra generous, leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this helps me to reach more epic humans wanting to grow their businesses. See you on the next episode.